Hello, Tallahassee. This is the Gospel on the Radio Talk Show. I am Pastor Jack King. I am your host. And uh, well, it's always exciting to be with you here on WTSM 97.9, your sports monster. We're on Sunday mornings from 7 to 8. We talk about dreams and visions and a church triumphant, alive and well. And uh, we do have our rules. We don't talk sports, politics, or doctrine, but we do always speak well of one another. And uh, this is show number 966 today. And if you've been tuning in the last uh, few Sundays, I've been doing church for you. And I just felt like that we could fill a void that way. But I told you last week I'm probably going to discontinue that for a while. And I am just excited to have uh, Miss Jamie Brown back in the studio with me. And, of course, she's been on the show many, many times. And we always love having her here. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Pastor Jack. It's a delight to be with you this morning. And if you don't know who Jamie Brown is, uh, she is the director of a woman's pregnancy center here in Tallahassee, the Big Bend area of Florida. Yes. And just doing a tremendous job. And, and uh, just had the big walk for life. We did. And uh, that went really well, didn't it? Oh, it went. It was spectacular. It seemed to me like that the, the crowd was a little bigger than, than I remembered it. It was, and actually, it was much larger, and we ran out of everything. We ran out of prizes, we ran out of supplies, we ran out of food, we ran out of everything. It's such a good problem to have. Yeah, that is a good problem to have. And you also had uh, the drone this year. That, had, we did. Had, had you had that before? I don't we remember. We had. We've had it for a couple years. Have you? I don't remember uh-huh. that. Maybe I didn't get there in time for the picture. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, uh, and, and you say, dip, dip your wings, and that, that tells you that he's uh-huh. taking the picture, right? <laughs> That's pretty cool. We're so high tech. Yeah, I know. Of course, you know, I, in all honesty, those things kind of scare me, but because I don't know you know where this is going this technology but you turned it into something good so that was good day we did so, it was fun so how did it go give, give us a, the up, update on all of that well um as always i declare that god is good uh we had initially planned to have our walk three weeks later uh-huh. which would have been disastrous yes, we had it, it the first of march right. and fortunately it was the week before things rapidly right. shut down right And so we had our largest number of walkers. We were able to celebrate the most number of babies saved in a 12-month period. That was 305 babies. Really? So if you think of what that translates to in kindergartens, so in six more years, we're going to have... How many kindergartens is that? Uh, I seem like I heard seven, but I, but that, I, I could be wrong. But, could but, be uh, more than that. But, I don't know. But, but anyway, I love that graphic. A lot. When you when you use that at the, at the walk, yeah, that really resonated when you put it that way mm-hmm. because uh, uh, that's a lot of children, that, a lot of babies that wouldn't be <laughs> that that you're responsible for them being able to have life and continue to live. I think that's just absolutely incredible. So, and, and that's what we know of. Mm-hmm. You know, some of our clients will read right off into the sunset and we won't you know we won't know the results but right. of the of the ones we do know we're just blessed to know that there's 305 of them out now, there now you made a big announcement there at, at the walk about your new facility tell us all about that we did god has been on the move in this last year uh we there's a new planned parenthood in town uh there's they used to have a small location on Pensacola Street, sort of near where our location is on campus. They didn't do abortions. 
uh, about a year, maybe two years ago now, we found out that they had were opening up a a uh, large abortion facility, at, and they consider Tallahassee to be a hub for the southeastern part of the United States. Florida does not currently have a 24-hour waiting period or any sort of waiting period mm-hmm. in place, and our surrounding states all do. So they wanted to be able to provide their girls with abortion on demand. So they bought this mega center, built this mega center in Tallahassee. This thing is huge. Mm. And uh, they opened and immediately started doing the the abortion pill, the RU486, and then recently started added the surgical abortions as well. So they were they're already up and running and have been. Oh, for they a while. have been for for a year. Really. And so God laid on my heart that we could not let this go unanswered. And so he started opening the most amazing doors that you can even... Someday I'm going to write a book. You need to. It is just the most amazing thing I've experienced in the 12 years I've been involved with a Women's Pregnancy Center. And so basically, uh, he just lined people up in front of me. Someone who would be a realtor who would help us at no charge. Someone who helped us walk through... Uh, a very difficult process. The piece of property that we ended up buying is directly next door to Planned Parenthood. And <laughs> Planned Parenthood does not have a Tennessee Street access, so they have to go buy our property on two sides before they turn into Planned Parenthood's property. Is that right? <laughs> so we went into negotiation with some um, a, a used car dealership, which is uh, the, the owned the property. And it took a while. And so we came to came to a, a you know to an agreement and so then we went into the permitting process and you know all of that all all of the stuff that goes through you have to go through to to build a building oh yeah and so we basically knocked down the building except for three walls and we we're adding on to it and the roof went on this week is that right so we're we're making great progress <laughs> so great you progress you initiated this thing. Was this one of these nights when God just wakes Jamie up and says, Jamie, this is something I want you to do? Or No, uh, this. <laughs> uh, there are three pregnancy centers in town, okay. and we work closely together. Uh, we're like three different spokes on the same wheel. Okay. And so this all started when the three of us sat down for lunch, as we do probably quarterly. And one of, one of the directors said, did you know the new Planned Parenthood came into town? Nobody knew about it. Nobody knew that this was Planned Parenthood until their their um, sign went up. Huh. So we were all very much taken by surprise. And so I turned to each of them and I said, what are we going to do about that? And each of them said, well, we're not going to and we're not going to. And so I just I sat there. And in that moment, God just flooded over me and said, you're on it, girl. Get on it. This is you. <laughs> Go after it. it. I love it. And so um, I, I went to my car afterwards. And so God and I had... A conversation about uh-huh. this, right. and I tried to convince him that I was not the one to do this. <laughs> I'm trying very hard not to hyperventilate, right. and so then finally, um, after I gave him all the reasons why I thought right. it was wrong, um, finally I, I came around to the point where he does get me to eventually, and I said, "Lord, whatever your vision is, just make it too big that." Everyone will know that this is your hand in this, and no human can take credit for it. And in that moment, I got the ding, ding, ding. We finally got this right. (laughs) I just have this picture of God just just standing there with his arms crossed, just smiling. Just listen to all the things you have to say. So when she gets done. But it's Planned Parenthood, God. (laughs) 
And so from that point, what was the next step? Oh, then doors started opening. We we had a, our banquet, and I and I announced to our donors that this had opened, and I felt like we needed to have a presence there. And so at the banquet, um, a gentleman from my church, who's a realtor, handed me a card and said, "I want to talk to me about." property on west tennessee street another gentleman gave us money as seed money to buy a new to buy a new to start the investigation and buying a new building and so the next day i started driving up and down tennessee street and there was nothing available mm-hmm. nothing for sale or for rent and so i called francis back and said there's there's nothing there's only thing that i that's going to work is this one that's next door now, now francis is the realtor francis france okay. yeah and so uh, he said it's not for sale and I said, he said, what's your plan B? I said, there's no plan B. It has to be this one because of its location. Uh-huh. And so, as it turns out, um, he called me back a few days later and said, it's under contract. So, you all need to pray that this contract falls through. It's got an option on it. And so, my prayer warriors all started praying. And so, we went before the throne for the next three months praying about this. And um, the the option fell through. And so, then we went into negotiations with you know, with the um, owner. And then finally, uh, but the owner said, you have three months to raise the money. I'm not going to have a long wait on this. Right. And so in three months, we raised $1.8 million. Is that right? (laughs) God, it's so good. And it it was in a very unique way. Uh, now, part of that we have to pay back investors, uh, uh, and so from there on, then then people God started putting these people in front of me. There's a our incredible general contractor uh, Doug Barton. I had never laid eyes on him before. He came to my office. I shared with him the vision, and he said, "I will build this for you at no overhead." Really? So he's building it for us for you know it, his part free. Right. And wow, then, that's a huge donation. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and then, um, and he's incredible. The job he's doing on this is incredible. And the people that are come alongside us, there's someone that's going to build us a roof. The, the Francis, who sold us the property at no commission, um, sold Planned Parenthood their property without knowing who it was to. And then the guy who is providing the air conditioner, same thing. He said, I had no idea it was Planned Parenthood, and I put in the air conditioner. And, and so he said, Jamie, I'm putting you in an air conditioner. I said, well, I think our, the air conditioner is only a couple years old. He goes, no, no, you don't understand. I'm putting you in a new air conditioner. <laughs> and so on and on and no, no, on no, it goes. Wait a minute, a new air conditioner in the new building? Yes. Okay, no, but you said the Owen wasn't... The, the other one wasn't that old. No. So about in the old building, the one that you tore down except for three walls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it had air conditioning. Mm-hmm. So you were going to try to use mm-hmm. that. Okay. He said, no, I'm uh, putting you in new, a new one. Well, I'm so sure that this is going to be much more efficient than the one that you're oh, going to try to adopt. I, I, yeah. He'll give us, you know, he'll make this be incredible. <laughs> um, this is a Bobby Kelly. did okay. it. So over and over again, I mean, he brought attorneys, architects, um, wow. engineers wow. over and over again, all this through a process that virtually no cost to us. So this just kind of gives you an idea of just how strong and powerful the body of Christ really is. Oh. We, don't, we don't often see this in action. But, but it, oh, because we, are seeing, we have a front row seat. And I mean, it, Doug's calling me every other day. He goes, it's amazing. You've got favor. And I said, oh, we do have favor. He goes, you even get the the porta potties for free. <laughs> so, well, yay! But the thing about it is that because we're we're in different groups in our different churches and stuff, we don't often see the body of Christ just come together, where we come out of our our comfort zones and just really uh, showcase what God can do. And I think it's just an incredible thing to, to just to hear what you're talking about. It here. is. So, how far away are we from opening? 
Uh, that's the question I'm constantly asking my general contractor, and he won't give me an answer. <laughs> uh, we're probably about four months or so away. Okay, so probably about the time that the students are back in town. Mm-hmm. Of course, now the, the the location where you are now pretty much serves this Florida State. It does. And mm-hmm. how, how far away would this facility be from the campus? Um, well, that's out on Tennessee Street past Ocala. Past Ocala. Mm-hmm. Well, still not far, though. Yeah, it's not terribly far. Yeah, there's a lot of students that live. Mm-hmm. There's apartments all around there that, that uh, mm-hmm. were a lot of student housing and things like that. So, mm-hmm. okay. But but now, what do you envision for this building? What, what all kind of services will you be doing there? We will move our STD testing out there. Okay. Our administration our admin offices services will be still be at the campus location and we'll continue to obviously do pregnancy testing and ultrasounds there uh, someone is donating a free state-of-the-art ultrasound to us for mosaic which is the name of our new building uh-huh. and uh, so we'll we'll be doing pregnancy testing ultrasound uh, biblical counseling and std testing and and some std treatment now mosaic means uh, kind of a uh, a, a Art, I think of it in an artsy term, where you have lots of different colors and things well, like that. Well, I think of it, it, it's, I'm an old stained glass person. Okay. So, I think of mosaic as a lot of broken pieces that are brought together oh, to make something wow. new and beautiful. And so, okay. that's what that's what God does for us. Well, I remember one time years ago when I was still doing youth work for the Open Bible, that they came out with a... Uh, all of our talents, so they called it mosaic, and that was kind of the explanation that was given to me. That was a, a lot of different pieces, which is what you're talking about here. But uh, so, who came up with that with the name? Is that you? <laughs> I yeah, I I came up with it, but uh, one of my uh, employees who's so talented, she independently had come up with the name too on a list of her top three, and so uh, we wanted something that didn't have the word pregnancy in it. We wanted something that didn't have the name women's in it because oh, we wanted really? men to be able to come right. and feel comfortable coming to get STD testing as well. But now how will you bill it? The Mosaic A... Or a sexual Health Clinic. Okay. Wow. Now, that's interesting. That that causes my wheels to start spinning here because you're right next door to Planned Parenthood. Okay, somebody on their way there <laughs> to... Uh, maybe terminate a pregnancy, they see your sign, they don't really know what that means. Well, we'll have an electronic sign, uh-huh. uh, so we'll be able to to advertise services or Right, whatever. but what I'm saying is they don't know what it means, good or bad, mm-hmm. from their perspective is what I'm talking about here. So they see, and you said sexual health, right? Is that mm-hmm. right? Sexual health clinic. A sexual health clinic. And so that would say, okay, I'm going to go check this out before I check this out over here. And that's what Hopefully. we're open for. I hope yeah. so. Yeah, I, I think it's going to work. I think I'm glad a, we're going to be able to give them another oppor- another option, right? To be able right, to right now to use. Okay, everything that you do, and I know that you have the 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 other clinic down on West uh, Tennessee or Pensacola Street, or mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay, and you have an, and you have the fi- the place over at the Belly Boutique. Mm-hmm. Okay, and and those are pretty much funded through different donations, your walk, your banquet. So how's this one supposed to be funded? Well, God's going to have to come <laughs> up with that. <laughs> we don't take government funding, right? right. And um, actually, um, I was tempted to apply for the stimulus money uh-huh. because we're you know we're closed, right? Um, but I was reminded that you know who is my source, uh-huh. and so. 
you know, God isn't isn't taking a break with you know the coronavirus. So right, we're right. He's, he's still supplying us, still and moving you, on hearts. When you so. look at all the miracles that you all have experienced over so many years. It's kind of hard to, to not say, okay, well, it got, what you've done in the past, you'll do in the future. And to me, it's an inspiration to the rest of us to, to show us what God can do. Because I don't know that people like myself, whether I fully uh, give God the uh, ability to do all that he can do. Mm-hmm. So when you when you see what's happening here, you know, you know God's uh, God's got a lot of resources. <laughs> he does, and they come out of the most unusual places. Right, right. But now, uh, uh, since you have been the director now, and you, t- I think you told me eleven years. Okay, and you've seen a lot of things happen along that way. Mm-hmm. Now, do we give any credit at all to your background and and before you became this? I mean, I know you were a you were a stay-at-home mom. Am I saying this correct? You were a stay-at-home mom, and you volunteered. I did. But you have business background. I do. Prior, prior to that. I do. So do we do we give that any credit at all, or we just give all the glory to God and say? Well, we give glory to God because He's gifted me with certain things. Right. Right. And when I think I told you this story when I was offered the position of executive director, um, my then boss, I was her assistant director. My then boss and I were both became grandmothers at the same time. Uh-huh. And so she and I both, obviously, in my mind, I was thinking, okay, my grandbaby's in Oklahoma. I'm going to back off on this and spend more time in Oklahoma. And so she uh, retired to the board and to my staff and didn't tell me. And so one day, my now director of operations, Jay, walks in the door and said, you've congratulations you're the new ed and i started to cry and i went no no i'm not <laughs> no, no no wait a minute back up here they, they they appointed you without telling you no they no. well they assumed that i was the heir apparent and that i was uh-huh. going to take it but you didn't tell them. I, I didn't know that that was the plan i thought i was just there for a couple of years to help her open two branches uh-huh. that was that was the plan and so anyway um this was another time where i was you know schooling God on how wrong he was right. about his yeah. choice. Yeah. But, you know, once once he, of course, was right and, and grew me th- into this position, I began to see that he had placed me in different positions through my life to equip me to do what I'm doing For now. such a time as this. Right. And so I, I, my degree is in, in human resource management, and that's one of my strengths. So I learned that in school. I learned how to run a business through some opportunities that I've had. I learned how to fundraise through the junior league. So that's okay. another skill. So there's yeah, yeah, that all is of a very these important skills, skills. Yeah. over and over and over again. Um, he has equipped me fully to take on this position. But he comes in and says, okay, you're the new executive director. Is that the right term? Mm-hmm. Okay. But you had not applied for it or had no. not told them you wanted to. <laughs> No. And, and, and so you're sitting there, kind of go, what? So did no, you no, just no. did you say okay, or did you have to think no, about it? No, no, I was I was um, I was mortified, <laughs> and uh, so Barb shortly later called, and she was a great boss and a oh, great, yeah, yeah, great director yeah. in front of me, and put the ministry in great standing. Uh, but anyway, she called me, and she goes, uh, uh, "I said, is there something you want to tell me?" And she said, "Well, I was going to." 
wait and bring a bottle of wine and come on over and <laughs> see you. And I said, well, making a big bottle, I'm freaking out. So she was going to gonna tell you Gently later. tell right, me. Right, and right. I was, somebody it, beat it, you it, to it, beat her to it. But uh, anyway, it has a long story long, it, it's... You know, it's it's all good, right. and I, I absolutely love what I do. I still sure, love well, what I'm that's doing. That's obvious. You, you, we could tell that. Yeah, and it's that. it's to be on the front row and to watch what God does yeah. every single day, to be able to share the gospel with these men and women, and the ones that do come to you know a saving knowledge of Jesus, to watch their countenance change, right. their lives change, to be able to counsel these men and women in, into a different path where they're not putting themselves at risk and them have them accept it. Right. That's that's amazing. And and to watch these babies, these men and women that come in and are sure that they can't can't afford or handle having a baby and to walk out knowing there's support there's uh, help maybe we can do this right it's and then it, it's just, like just no see other the babies ministry. themselves too it's, it's, yeah, sure it's and then they too. bring their babies back yeah. and we get to see them yeah. well one thing I've, I've learned and I, my wife and I we have four children we said there's not a one of those children born that we can afford Oh, sure. <laughs> I mean, absolutely. And now, you know, it's just when we when we got married, I was still in, in Bible college and uh, uh, I, was, I was working piecemeal <laughs> and she had gotten a little part time job and it was costing me more money to go pick her up every day than she was making. And, and we didn't have no money. But she told me she's going to have a baby. And my first response was, no, no, you're not. <laughs> she says, oh, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I look back on it now. She's 41 years old now. And I don't know how we afforded it. We didn't. We, God just, he just provided. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, that's the thing about it is that when a commitment is made that, that uh, you're going to honor this and you're going to raise this child, God's going to make a way. Because mm-hmm. he loves life too, he does, and uh, life is precious to him as well as it is to you and I, and to all of those who would be listening and, and would be in agreement with us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so we got this new place is yes. coming, and uh, we're not sure how it's going to be paid for yet, but, well, it's, but see, it's coming. But see, I'm I'm remembering back when uh, Sister Shackelford. Uh, brought us all down to, to where you are now uh-huh. and it was just gutted there's uh-huh. nothing I mean well actually I saw it before they gutted it and then I, we actually had a prayer meeting there in the building with nothing in it I mean there was no sheetrock no no nothing it all been gutted and we we, we sat on buckets and, and stuff and then uh, we, we and there was wondering in those days how are we going to pay for all of this? Uh-huh. And and now that was finished, and then you've added on to it. And then I mean, we've seen God do things oh, yes. in this ministry, and so now we're we're watching this new place is going to be opening up, and God's been getting all the glory for it. Now tell me this: you have. Uh, other facilities that you all have been instrumental in helping them get open. How many of those are there? Um, there's several. Um, we had two branches, one in Mariana and one in Madison, that were both the Women's Pregnancy Center branches. And we, when Barb stepped down as ED, we spun those off into independence, so now right. they no longer report to my position. And so they're, that's, they're healthy and you know, Still going, doing great, okay. and we helped to start the one in Wakulla. Okay, uh, we helped to start the one in Havana, 
And really? actually, both of those directors, initial directors, um, trained at our center. So we still continue to come alongside these these centers. We will do their training for them, for their, their um, counselors, and we'll, we'll provide backup support for them. So um, we're, we love being a, a part. And then, of course, uh, you know, we go to these national conventions. It's Heartbeat International is what we're affiliated with. And so we have the blessing of being able to not only gr- get great information, but we have the blessing to be able to pour into these other centers that are smaller and um, help them and share ideas with them. And, and uh, is, is this something that you see a vision for um, to do more, to, to have more areas like this that you would help get started? Oh, I'd love to do that. I'd love to have one on every street corner. <laughs> <laughs> but you think about having a place like this in Havana, that would, that would never ever occur to me because that's a small area to be able to raise support to do something like that. It is. And then they, they um, opened a second branch in Quincy. Is that right? Mm-hmm. So they did. Mm-hmm. So in other words, you helped start them, and now they've helped start another one. Yes. That's pretty cool. It is. <laughs> I, I, I like the concept of that. Yeah, their director was one of our crisis counselors. Is that right? Wow. Uh-huh. Yeah. Now, but you mentioned it a little while ago that there's three different ministries in Tallahassee. I know the Fire Center is one. What is the other one? The other one is, um, we call it Open Door. Um, it's it's okay. um, supported by the Catholic Church. Okay. And they're... Um, what they specialize in, they're more triage. They, they will go and operate like on the front doorsteps of the abortion clinic. So okay. our second, Planned Parenthood is actually our second local abortion clinic. So the, the one prior to that, uh, they literally were on their front doorsteps. So the women would come by their place thinking they you know they might be going to the abortion clinic i guess i don't know but they would see a lot of a lot of women okay now i i've seen that and i and i'm thinking that that maybe i'm confusing with another ministry that that i've had somebody here on the show something but i think maybe i'm confusing with another ministry but so so the open door they don't they don't do what you do they're they're more proactive in the aspect of trying to to persuade a young person from doing this. Is that what I'm understanding this? Well, I call it more triage because they don't have the scope of services that we do because they focus on just turning that woman around. Okay. So uh, they'll do pregnancy tests, ultrasounds, and, and counseling. Um, and they get a lot of clients yeah. that are on their way to the abortion clinic. The abortion clinic is not well um, signed. Okay. And so... Even though I know where it is, you have right. to really hunt for it. Right. And so, uh, th- this is a way for them to op- offer them another opportunity. You know what I'm concerned about here is that that may be misunderstood. Because I've seeming like I've, I've heard different things, thinking that maybe the, the open door was an abortion clinic. And I, I'm just I'm, maybe I'm just getting confused in my mind here, but but uh, they probably need to come on the show. Let's let's get this you, thing. You should. Yeah. They're called the Women's Clinic. The so, women's. but they used to be called Open Door. Okay. Uh, but and so that's in my mind. That's what they will always okay. be called. Okay. But that's not actually. What uh, so it's a women's clinic. It's women's clinic. Yeah. And it's and it's and it's located near the abortion center. Yes, and and when. Um, Dr. Duncan moved the his abortion clinic from Cross Creek to Riggins Center. That you know the whatever that was the name of that medical center in there. Uh, 
this ministry moved as well. Is that right? See, I didn't know that. And, and again, I'm, I'm, I'm reason I'm breaking this up because I want to make sure we get good information out. So, and and they have also purchased a, a piece of property, sort of near Planned Parenthood, a little further away than we are, and they hope to put a mobile unit on it. Okay, um, which okay. I hope they will yeah. soon. So, 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 what are they called now? Crisis. No, no, I think they're uh, women's clinic. Women's clinic. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah we, yeah, we need to work on that and get them on the show here. So oh, we can get some, I'm sure Tracy would yeah, like to be part. Yeah, get some clarification here, because I think it, it's a, in a lot of ways that's been being misunderstood, and people are getting wrong information, because in other words, they're, they're the good guys. <laughs> we want to we make sure people understand that, that they're, they're the good guys, and we, we always want to support the good guys that's in, right. in that aspect of it. So, so let, let's work on that and get them here, and we'll bring the information to the people, because well, people want to know. It's just like when people know what what's happening in the ministry that you're involved in, obviously people want to step up and give because they've been, and that's been that's what you've been reporting to us here this morning that that, that a lot of people are stepping up to really be a blessing to this ministry that you're that you're involved. Well, in. Well, and they see the the struggle that's ahead. Uh-huh. They they see the. Um, you know who we're going up against. Sure, sure. And so they know it's our pockets are not quite as deep as Planned Parenthood's, but our God is a lot bigger than their God. Right. And, and, uh, <laughs> we, you, you and I both could get on our stump about that. <laughs> good, good. Okay. Now let me ask you this, and, and before we take our little break here, how is this all affecting you? I know you mentioned a few minutes ago uh, before when we first started the show about this, uh, the kind of a shutdown that we're involved in. You're not able to see clients right now but you are open mm-hmm, and are. So, so tell us about that well uh, I made the decisions a number of weeks ago uh, when when Leon County's numbers started to to spike up that w- particularly in our situation where we have such close contact with the right, clients right. that it w- would not be safe for my staff to continue to see clients face to face. So what we did, I have a brilliant team. They're amazing and they are problem solvers and they go <laughs> they go to town and they can oh, they're just an amazing group of women. I call them my warriors in heels. Wow. <laughs> and uh, so my warriors came got together and we we came up with a solution that we would uh, work off-site, and God has provided all along for us to do this. And so back in December, we did had a technology reboot, and so we invested in um, a lot of new technology, and uh, we've gotten a lot of technology support, and we invested in Microsoft 365, which with it comes a program called Teams, okay. and that allows us to um, collaborate and from many different locations from our homes. We can share files. We can have face-to-face meetings. We actually have a call to prayer every morning at 9.30, and we all get on our Teams apps, and you can all see our faces, right. and we all pray together. Well, that, that way you also know everybody's up and ready to go. Happy, and you know everybody's <laughs> doing well. And so everyone, uh, we I've kept them all on, on salary, and God has provided that. And so they're all working on projects that we would not normally have time to do uh-huh. because of our client load is so so heavy. And so we're getting a lot done. It's a great season for us right now, although we, we miss all of the traffic. It's it's the fruit is that we're 
we're going to be able to come back and with even better programs and better okay. systems in place. But in the interim, uh, we are we have the center staff two days a week. We're not open for walk-ins or for clients, but what we do is we field calls. We we have a call, we have a hotline open every day of the week. Okay. But on those two particular days, we will um, bring clients to the center and leave them uh, uh, counsel them over the phone and then leave them a packet of pregnancy tests and information and all of that and then they'll go home take the pregnancy test and then we'll follow up with with calls and all so uh it seems to be working well we had you know we have them coming and going all the time but so is the caseload down right now oh of course yes okay but but you're still meeting the needs and of course uh being able to talk to somebody on the telephone is, is not a necessarily an effective way to do it i mean uh, you can talk to people on the phone all the time and we can of course we'd rather have that more sure, intimate setting sure uh planned parenthood has been open through all of this they consider their their services essential so uh-huh. they've they've um <laughs> they've wanted to stay open and so this is a way that we can combat against so this. but it won't be long before we're open again but i want you okay you're you're counseling on the phone and you give them the, the kit and they they take it and then they find out that they're pregnant do they call you back or do you follow up on them both okay yeah, both. and then so what are you able to do from that point on i mean you're obviously you're giving them counsel like you would do yes we do we counsel them on their choices uh, unfortunately we can't give them an ultrasound to confirm uterine pregnancy right but, um you know we can give them that once we're you know once we're back up and open and right, function right. again. And so if you were going to say, okay, I think we'll be open by such, such a time, do you have any any idea? Um, I've I've told my um, my uh, the ones who, who do the scheduling to expect that we'll be closed probably till middle of May. Middle May of May. Mm-hmm. And of course right now because of so many of your clients came from the campus because that's one of the reasons why you mm-hmm. locate it where you are right and of course students are pretty much gone now for this well i mean to this period uh is that affecting the the caseload oh it such? will it yeah. definitely will we'll have a quieter summer this uh-huh. summer than we normally do um half of our clientele are stu- college students right and so, I, again i knew that was intentional that's why you moved mm-hmm. moved there so we'll, we'll still see clients and we of course we you know, God's growing the ministry so quickly that it might not be a bad thing to <laughs> be able to take a breath. Well, I mean, all of these we'd things. rather see them, but. Yeah, all these things in, in God's time. I mean, he knows all about all those type of things. But uh, uh, the thing is, is that when you have these students, and I mentioned this before we went on the air, when, when the, even though they go home, if, if they have behavior patterns that they're probably going to do what they do and and uh, so when they all come back you're going to be real busy for a while we are and uh, so uh, that's what we're here for but uh, you you've got this, the staff all lined up you're ready to go i'm sure of that we so are. it's good to be with you here on sunday mornings uh, we always love to spend this time with you as we prepare our hearts to go to church i hope that you are a church goer like i am i'm the pastor of freedom road christian ministry 720 capital circle northeast and we are in Crescent Park Plaza there and uh, start service at 1105 on Sunday mornings and love having visitors come and visit with us you can check us out on the web frcm.us also to let you know that this show will be on podcast uh, sometime next week it'll be there 
And it's show number 966 if you want to listen to it again or share it with somebody. That's always a good thing to do. And also, don't forget the uh, Saturday Night Gospel Sing on 94.1 on Saturday nights. A full hour of Southern Gospel Music with me as the host. And I have a great time with that. Don't forget my good friends uh, Robin and Jim, AAA Constant Comfort. They do heating and air conditioning. and uh, But we appreciate them. 893-9566. And Miss Jamie... We need to get the folks information on how to get in touch with a woman's pregnancy center in case somebody needs to call you or get in touch with you in whatever way. So whatever information you've got as far as contact, let's get it out there. Well, they can go to our website, lifeisprecious.net. Um, they can go to a women's pregnancy center.com. That's our client website. They can call us at 297-1174. That's 297-1174. Uh, they can email us at awpc at awpc.cc, like cat cat. Um, any of those ways, we'll That's get That's a you. lot of different ways. I know. And, and I didn't, you can I find I, us. I don't remember any of them. <laughs> <laughs> now, there are some people who, boy, they could just probably just repeat that right back to you, but I'm just, I'm just not one of those people. <laughs> but mm. the first one, a precious what? Uh, life is precious. Life is precious. That's dot, because life is. Dot what? Dot net. Dot net. Okay, that's what I'm going to go with. <laughs> I like that. That's a new one. I don't remember that one. Yeah, well, that's that's the donor website. That's our partners. Uh, okay. through that one, it's actually under construction. We're about to revamp that a bit. It's okay. it's a little dated. So but they could go there and find out how to get in touch with you. Yes, that's the important thing. And we need them. Yes, and of course now, if you are a young woman and you you think you may be pregnant, then obviously these are the folks you want to call and, be, and get in touch with because they're going to talk to you about life because that's what they're all about is life. And, uh, uh, and I've known Jamie for quite a while now, but I've met a lot of the staff down there. They're very nice people. And I think that, that anybody, anytime you would call there, you're going to be treated with respect and dignity, and they're going to love on you. That's that's the hope. That's been my experience, anyway. <laughs> that's the hope, yes. God's put an amazing group of women together. Now, you like to talk about... Uh, Volunteering because you've always got something yes. going yes. that you like to engage people to be involved in with you. Yes. So just give us a rundown on some of those things. Oh, we can't do this without the body of Christ. It's just there's so many hands are needed to make uh-huh. so many things happen, you know, from our walks to our banquets to um, to even mosaic. I mean, we're we're um, we we have. We are a volunteer-based right. model, and so most of the counseling is done through uh, options counselors that we train, fully trained to do it. Uh, we say that the only um, only uh, requirements we have of you would be that you love the Lord and that you're that you are pro-life, huh. and the rest of it we will train you. Really. And so we have men and women both as counselors. Our our men talk to the fathers of the babies and they also do the counseling in the STD clinic our women counselors talk to the moms and also counsel the women in the STD clinics and so we need ultrasound nurses we need uh, men and women who are willing to step up and just step past their fear and just let us um, train them on what to do and we need office volunteers. We need people to help for our walks. We need people who like to cook and want to provide <laughs> food for, you know, in-service trainings that we do and, and for the um, the new counselor trainings that right. we do. 
So, so now there's a lot. So there's something for everybody. I mean, if you want to come cut the grass, come cut the grass. You know, now, that's I'm amazed because you could you talk about anybody and the requirements you have. You love the Lord and and, you, and be pro life. But you have people with so many different personalities. How do you mesh all those personalities to make it work? You know, it's been my experience that that God has ordained meetings between one particular client and one particular counselor. And we see this over and over again, how how um, he brings them together. And it's amazing. I, I have sort of a fun, quick story. Uh, we have a... a an options counselor who um, she's probably 65 and her name is Joy and so she was going through training and she was about to be set free she had been shadowed she did shadow she we felt like she was ready so we're about to set her free and so there was a um, girl in the lobby who was very angry most 99.9% of the women who come to see us are very kind and 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 appreciative uh-huh. but for some reason this this young woman was you know very agitated and so joy was very concerned she said oh this is my first client what am i going to do i'm scared to death and so fire, right? she, she went out there and so they put her in a room and so joy walked into the room and joy has platinum white hair with purple underneath uh-huh. and this is when this hair fad was just coming out well she walked in the room and the girl the client had the same purple hair <laughs> and so the two of them looked at each other and started laughing and then from then on because this girl was saying i've only got 10 minutes i've got to leave she sat in there for like an hour and a half and talked with her wow and so they they developed this close relationship <laughs> and and it was just the most amazing thing so over and over again we see how god just right. brings um people together well, in well, unique ways joy sounds like she's uh she's young old she is she's a character yeah, yeah. we love her yeah people refer to me <laughs> that way a lot of times i've heard that express they say well you're 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 young but you're old you're old but you're young and uh, to have purple hair to be <laughs> yeah <laughs> she, she's great yeah and, well see god put that together did he and, uh, and he did and and if you know we have found that um god will show you pretty quickly if if you're not meant to counsel uh-huh. and we have some some People who stepped in as counseling and then for stepped away for a period and want to do something else, they want to go to the moms and babies room, you know, to our our belly boutique, and they want to do the step town counseling. That these are the women who have chosen to carry, and they need material assistance, uh-huh. and so this is a separate location. And so we have we give them diapers and right, you know, right. all of this, and and uh, and. Which reminds me, we are now getting really, really low on diapers and, okay. and all that kind of stuff. So th- those kind of things we'll, we'll, we'll would be helpful. Put out the plea. <laughs> diapers, bring them yeah. to the belly boutique. Okay. So, um, you know, they we do do ongoing counseling with them because this is a population that one month they're at the top of the hill, next month they're in the valley. Sure, and so we, sure. we want to make sure that they're stable. And so we track them through when the the baby turns seven months okay. so we provide them with all they need to bring a baby but now the ones who are training for counseling how long does the training generally last uh it depends upon the person it's there's a one day um classroom setting and then there's a program that you go through uh, in the center and it's reading materials getting familiar with how the center is run uh you're you're um 
paired with a seasoned counselor okay. and then at a certain point you'll start going into sessions with them watching them okay and, and then, that's what you call shadowing mm-hmm, yeah. and then at, at some point the roles are reversed and they watch you and so you know that d- d- no one goes into the counseling room without us being confident that they're ready to go. Right. So this is a, uh, um, a you know, sacrifice of time that somebody's going to have to give. If, if, they, mm-hmm. if somebody feels called to do this, it's going to cost you some time to be able to go and get trained and then do it. And then once somebody goes through your training and they become a counselor, how long do they generally stay with you? Forever? Or I mean, is there like a season? Uh, oh, there's seasons. Yeah. Um, some last for years yeah. and some you know different seasons i mean right. sometimes they'll have you know have another baby and they'll feel like this is a time to stay at home with their children and this kind of thing it's it's or they'll be caring for parent yeah. aging parents but the ones who talk to the women they're all women all, only the women talk to, to the women yes okay and of course the men have a different role in talking to the men and that type of thing so mm-hmm. so when you're talking about training to be a counselor to the women you have to be a woman in order to do that Yes, and then okay. our, our men's program is the same thing. Okay. So okay. our so our men will train under our guys, right. and then they'll. Um, so it's somebody, a little bit different. So if somebody's interested in doing this, they just call you. Yes. And say, hey, I'm interested, and in this is who I am. Because I know you're going to do the background checks and all that type yes, of thing that, that's going to go with it. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, but I got to uh, tell you, Pastor Jack, it's the most amazing, amazing experience that most all these people will have to be able to be have this front row seat. Day after day, we well they come in one day a week, but week after week, and they watch God work on these hearts and change these these men and women's lives. It is. I, it is I imagine it would be astounding. Yeah. It's jaw dropping. Right. I mean, yeah, I, I can see how that could be really challenging for the individual to have to to get to that point. As you say, to go into that room, mm-hmm. but I also see the rewards of it. Oh, once once uh, you've gone through the process, and then, of course you have to you build your confidence as you as you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you get a few done, and then you begin to realize, well, this is okay, this is going along okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, let's talk about the Belly Boutique. First of all, tell them where that's at. Well, that's at the Element Three Church Complex over there, across from the Armory on okay. Capitol Circle. Okay. Uh, Element Three has given us space there. They're wonderful partners of ours, and so uh, this is where uh, we accept donations, and we accept donations for cribs and strollers and baby beds and clothes and maternity clothes and on and on and on that you can imagine. And so every time they come, they get diapers and wipes and and um, clothing and and whatever their needs are and whatever is available right. is what we give them. So you would say to this uh, to a person, okay, your your child is uh, at the age now. You don't need the crib. You don't need the, the bassinet. Don't put those things in a garage sale. Bring them to you. Right. And you need them. We'll put them to good good okay. use. Okay. So I, I said that right, right? You did. Okay. Also diapers. Now. What size? Okay, well, diapers, none of these things that we give them are a line item in our budget. Okay. All of that is provided by the church. And we give away tens of thousands of diapers every year. And fortunately, we don't have to buy them. The, right. the church comes alongside us and gives them to us. Um, we have a Amazon shopping list that now people can just order it on Amazon and have it shipped to us. Uh, 
we we start to newborn and I think go up to maybe four. Sometimes we do have a few fives in there, okay. but mostly we'll see the ones, twos, and threes. Is, is okay, because I know that when we were doing this uh, a few times in our church, where we've like the month of November, we call it our uh, celebration of life, and we give away diapers. But they, my lady said size two. <laughs> And I said, "Oh, they do. That's the only size two. I'm going. Why size? I don't know. But that's what they said. Just do size two. Is that kind of a catch-all age? Or well, um, yes and no. I mean, we, we we need them all all different sizes. Okay. So yeah. But what's interesting is during this season, during the coronavirus season, uh, we've not had the belly boutique open. And so what we have been doing for our clients is because they still have these ongoing needs, this is a population that um, cannot afford to go out and buy baby shampoo and diapers and this kind of thing. And so what we'll do is we'll do similar to what we're doing for the pregnancy test is we'll just make them up a bag and then leave it by the door and then they come to the curbside and get it. Okay. The problem is... um, what we want to do is catch all these girls up when we can reopen. So we're going to be giving double the amount yeah. of things away. So there's an now appeal when, there. Oh, yeah. well, we're going to get hit pretty hard with, with divers. <laughs> that's why I'm that's why I'm focusing on divers. Right, well. But we do have a, also a thing called um, a layette that we give them when they have their baby. And most of these young women, like I said, would not hope to have a baby shower. So we, we they had the baby, bring the baby back to us so we can squeeze and enjoy the baby. And, and we give them, I call it a baby shower in a bag. Uh-huh. And so it's everything they need to bring a, a new baby home from okay. the hospital. So that's a way to make a help. Yes, yeah. and so our churches throw baby showers for us and give us the items for these. See, and these I think layouts. that's really cool. I really yeah, do. It's I, fun. I, I remember we've talked about that before, and I always encourage churches to do that. That's that's a great thing. But but if you've got uh, uh, that's on our website, by the way, all of those. Items. And also the Amazon thing, where they can go do that on Amazon. You got mm-hmm. that on the website, mm-hmm. okay? And, and is that the uh, the uh, life is precious life is precious dot mm-hmm. net? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, you can go there and you can check all that out. Every time you come, Jamie. We just we just get going here. We just never have enough time really to talk about I all know. the things that you're doing <laughs> there. And I just want to make sure that the audience is aware. A woman's pregnancy center, and you're down on uh, West Tennessee Street. What's the address there? Uh, that one will be twenty six ten. Twenty six ten. That would uh, be mosaic. Uh, and, uh, then, uh, and then uh, uh, women's pregnancy center is on Pensacola Street. Okay, and uh, Woodward. You, and you are is it go, is Garden Gold still there? Mm-hmm. About you? Okay, yes. so you're right across the right street, right next door, right across the street. That's a good landmark for you. Right before uh-huh. you get to Doe Campbell Stadium, uh-huh. there, if you head down that way, and of course, like right now they're closed, but they're still uh, taking phone calls, ministering to people on the phone. Giving out packets, uh, kind of curbside there, and so they're still operating, but they're just kind of doing it a little low key at the moment. But that's, that's right. going to change here in a couple of weeks, hopefully. So okay. yes. And so if you need their services, they're ready there to minister to you. And, and uh, got the new place coming up. We don't know when the mosaic. <laughs> it's going. It's soon, gonna Lord, soon. Yeah, it's going to be <laughs> happening pretty soon. But but go to uh, again lifeisprecious.net. To give them all the information. And uh, is there a telephone number? Can you yes, let you call? Yes, 297-1174. Say it one more time. 297-1174. 1174. Okay. Well, we always close the broadcast out with prayer. Father God, I thank you, Lord, for Jamie and uh, the work that she and her, her partners there are doing. Lord, we just pray your blessings will be upon them. And Father God, we just pray for the kingdom of God. They will grow and prevail. We pray, God. 
for our city. We pray for our country. Lord, we just pray over this virus thing that it just go away. Yes, Lord. And Father, we just love you and we praise you and we thank you for your blessings. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Sister Jamie, thanks for coming and being on the show with My us. My privilege. Thank and you. Until next Sunday morning, may the Lord bless you.